0: The me I love being with this Today, I want to talk to you about living an abundant life. And what I mean by that is opening to the awareness that the abundance reaches far beyond my financial freedom or money manifestation. It's about becoming So I want to start with two quotes. One is from Charles Thulemore. The spiritual substance from which comes all visible wealth is never depleted. It is right with you at the time, all the time, and responds to your faith in it and your demands on it. Ernest Holmes says, I cannot be deprived trees do not lack the leaves, nor do the flowers fail to bloom. We must be convinced that abundance is the natural thing of the universe. To experience and accept abundance in our life, we must be convinced that we, as we conceive and believe the universe. So abundant life refers to a life that is full of joy and power and strength and light in body, mind, spirit. So it blankets mental, emotional, physical, spiritual, and spiritual areas. So abundant life signifies. The feelings of lack or emptiness, isolation, dissatisfaction. Abundant life feelings and knowledge can motivate a person to seek the true meaning of life and the reasons they need, which I believe is to express divinity to bring light. To bless people spiritually, physically, economically. I believe that goodness is activated through faith and through action. My family, when I grew up, you know, believed we were poor. And when I talk about poor, when I look back, it wasn't just about money. We were poor in faith. Even though we talked about God a lot, we were poor in trust, in trust of our life and that the universe is. In our and you're doing the manifest because we were so worried about the effects, the circumstances of life, that we couldn't go back to the truth that God loved us and always supported us. So, today, what I'd to do is give you some tools to can activate abundant living so that you can become models and showers for others to do exactly the same. First thing I want to say Visualize your life as a budget. And and you can start by being conscious of your time. You know, time is happening. So, what are you doing with your time? Who are you spending your time with? And do these things or people feel your hope or do they dictate your energy? Are you doing things that enliven you? Uplift you, nurture you, or are you doing things? Are you around people that are really involved in the material world and the world of circumstance? And so the energy just gets pulled down. What is your conversation? Are you conscious about gratitude for what you have? And then are you generous with your levels of giving? Or are you constantly and consistently talking about your struggles and your suffering? I know that you know this. The universe will correspond with your thoughts and your words. The other thing about having a positive mindset is to deeper into your relationship with money. Are you a good steward of money? You know, uh, um, And coached me, and the first thing she said to me is, "What is your relationship to money? And I'm like, oh, it's fine. It's no, no, no. What is your relationship to money? I really want you to look at your money, your income, your output, your profits, and your loss. And I got very emotional about it, right? Because it brought up all my fears and my doubts. Get honest with where you are, and then move forward. And that, I must say, is that was quite a journey for me, because I had to see where I was doing well and where I was not. The thing is, it's not argue with reality. You accept where you are, then you expand your spiritual practice, and you expand doing things that will bring you into alignment, and then you move forward. So the second thing that I want you to know about is um know your seeds. It's really important that you follow your passion. When I look at my mission in life, it's not merely to survive, but it's to thrive. And to do so with passion and compassion and humor and style. That's what my Thousands of people around the world, and really leaders, um, it's very interesting because they come with sometimes lack of consciousness. And what I tell all of them is get clear about your passion, amplify your strengths, and then face your weaknesses with humility and honesty. It's not easy, but it is a recipe for healthy and abundant living. So, my question today for you is, what lights you up? Personally, I would sing, speak, write, teach, whether I was paid or not. Because it feels like when I do those things, I'm being thrown up because I'm doing what I love. So, the question I ask myself, and the question I ask my clients, and the question question I'm asking you today is, what is your zone of genius? In your zone of really um, the ego lives there for its rewards, right? In the zone of genius, you cease to care about recognition or ostracism, right? Once you make a commitment to inhabiting your full potential, your ego suddenly is basically extensive. You know, it doesn't no difference between transformation and death. So it fights the it fights keep you small. It you to keep you in that limited perspective. But when you're in your zone of genius and you are operating fully, wow, something powerful begins to happen. Because you start to realize you're not small. You start to realize you're not limited. You start to realize that there's nothing in the way of you fully expressing I love. because what the world needs is people who have come alive. I want you to know that I can remember many times in my childhood when I talked about my dreams. i would going to be saying, i was going to be if I was going to travel the world. And my am going to your feet on the ground. You are on welfare. You, you know, you don't have the possibility. You're a, you're a black girl in America. And I remember hearing those words that there was something in there not true. not true. I am powerful. I am dynamic. I am mighty because I exist. In my dreams matter. Those dreams are energy, spiritual energies, that live within us that want to emerge, want to expand, want to inspire us to move to higher spaces of living room. The third element. Your life. So, how do you do that? The first thing is to become a lifelong learner. You know, if you're in this community, you've probably taken classes, uh-huh. you've probably shown up here for quite a while. In the remembrance that knowledge is power, you know, there are many spiritual people I know claiming and proclaiming today that they're very upset with the going on the world, which I guess, I guess. But what they're saying is that they don't want to hear about what's happening. They want to live in their own, and this is a quote, bubble. So I was with this kid recently, and um, she was telling me um, that she and her family don't like the community. In fact, they don't want all that negative energy in their house. You know, this is a young black America. in there. And I, I said, Oh, and I asked her a question about something that was happening country, and she's like, oh, I don't know about that. So then we started having conversations about And how humanity is being mistreated, how the planet is being mistreated. The thing is that we all live in one bubble. There is no my bubble, your bubble. We all live in one bubble, right? And so there's no different for us. If things are happening to other people, they are happening to us. You know, um, if money can to it, it affects all of us. If the planet is not being cared for, it affects all of us. And right And the grandchildren that will come behind us. If someone hurts, we all hurt. Whether it's about war, political beliefs, or religious in or children suffering, the interconnectedness of the divine is always present. And so, what you want to do is be a lifelong learner, and you also want to practice radical self-care. You know, the healthier you are, the higher your freedom. The healthier you are, the stronger you are, and, and and the more impact you have in the world. You know, it's it, because then what happens is when you are healthy, you don't mind being vulnerable. Because Brown talks about the fact that vulnerability is a gift. You don't mind being vulnerable. You don't mind having certain knowledge because you know you are going to put your attention on the divine. You are going to act in ways that are going to lift humanity, nurture humanity, support our children and our planet. So, you have to be willing to be vulnerable. I have a podcast called Overawakening, and I had a guest recently whose name is Antonio Gaynor, and she a memoir called Underwater Daughter. And what she told me was about an uh, uh, abusive childhood rape and eating disorder, drug and alcohol issues, and shame. And the way in which she kind of moved through some of this stuff, her radical self care was too heavy. She danced. To the point where she became a professional dancer, had her own uh, dance company for teens, and did a a lot of beautiful things. And what she did with that energy was she she was willing to open, be vulnerable, and support others who may be going through the same stuff. So she began to be in house service through her writing, through her uh, work in, in the world, and so. open that field where you can be and have service with heart without the fear of being hurt or punished, because you know, God big, you know God is opening the portals for you. So you're going to service to yourself and your love to amplify the peace of your mind and further measure your faith daily. You want to embrace and exhibit forgiveness. You know, forgiveness for me is about You hold about the experience, a person, or an event. So you want to look at your perceptions of others and yourself. Perceptions and attachments hold us hostage, not the actual event, because the actual event is in the past. So you get to choose to turn over your pain to God, to honor your process, to honor your feelings. And choose to care for you, to love you, to honor you. That's what brings about abundance in your life. You have to choose to live that abundant life because you are daring to be bold and to stand in your power. So what I'd like to do in our last few minutes is I'd like to just invite you into a short reflective exercise. If you're willing, really just gently close your eyes and notice that the seat you're sitting in is supporting. You just gently breathe. You don't want to breathe. So there's uh, no effort required here. Just breathe and slowly breathe. What decisions have I made that keep me separate from myself, others, or the divine? What decisions have I made that keep me separate from myself or others? Give thanks. Give thanks to the large and small things in your life that you woke up today, that you see today, that you have a home today. That there are loved ones that surround you, that you have a beautiful spiritual community Mm to thanks. We step into the awareness that as we are in our community, we are stepping into a place of remembering that we live in a field of divine intelligence, a powerful field of love and grace, harmony, peace, and light, and we are beings of that energy. Therefore, that energy is infinitely in scope and abundant. Same is true for us. So what we're doing in this moment is we're just giving thanks for the life that we're living beyond circumstances, beyond events. We're giving thanks for the large things, large and small. We're giving thanks that we are on this planet, this day in our have business managers. We are giving thanks that by seeing the awareness and bringing to the forefront the things that our passion uh, like that light compassion in our life, that light us up, we begin to become a magnet for goodness, a magnet for abundance. And we begin to understand that at any given moment, we can be the presence of the abundant life. We also become aware that we are part of the universal one. We are interconnected. And so we are opening our minds to be powerful learners, Take the knowledge and the information that we see and turn it into light and love and service to harmony and grace. So, what I know in this moment is that right where we are, something beautiful is important. Because this community, the individuals and the collective, are standing in powerful places. We're lifting up anyone from this community who may be struggling or suffering in this moment, reminding them that, that this community holds them as light and love. And we send that light like and love out to this But our energy, our prayers, our light, and our love are making a difference in this moment for the individual and the collective. So we just give thanks for the opportunity to be together for this beautiful community, and the opportunity to remember that we're here to live the abundant life. And for that and so much more, I give thanks. Trust this process and allow it to be and see so the